set him ablaze in March? Gradually, the world outside the filthy windows became less and less familiar. At some point, the cotton fields gave way to wheat and corn. The rolling hills of Appalachia sloped into the flatlands of the Midwest. Mining camps gave way to factory towns, where the trains slowed to crawls as they passed mammoth warehouses and crossed street after nameless street. When the trains pulled into the stations here, the migrants saw no signs for whites or coloreds. In the early days of migration during the Great War, travelers sometimes celebrated crossing into the North by breaking into song or prayer. But so many migrants had made the trip North now, almost a million Southern-born blacks since 1917, that the joy was tempered. They knew now that northern whites were as capable of brutality and murder as southern men. Rampaging whites had killed 23 blacks during a week of rioting in Chicago in the bitter summer of 1919. Yet, it was still hard to remain calm as the trains reached the outskirts of one of the great cities, where the industrial districts alone dwarfed anything the South could claim. Gary's vast steelworks, one of the wonders of the modern world, sprawled across the prairie south of Chicago. The streets of Trenton and Hoboken were warrens of tool shops and warehouses. On the banks of the listless Rouge River, just outside Detroit, Henry Ford was building an automobile factory large enough to employ all of Nashville or Norfolk. The migrants grew increasingly excited as the distant, hazy outlines of the downtown skylines appeared. Pillars of steel and glass gradually filled the car's windows. Even the smallest skyscrapers, the 21-story Flatiron Building in Lower Manhattan or the imposing Book Cadillac Hotel in downtown Detroit, would have been landmarks almost anywhere in the South. Here. They faded into the shadows of buildings that seemed to soar upward forever. Chicago's newly opened Wrigley Building stood majestically above the loop, its brilliantly illuminated clock tower drawing all eyes, day or night. In New York, the Woolworth Building's elegant terracotta facade reached almost 800 feet into the sky, higher than any other building in the world. Behind those structures rose the skeletons of the next generation of skyscrapers, sure to be even taller, even more stunning. The nation's cities sparkled in the summer of 1925. New York and Chicago, with more than two million residents each, were among the largest cities in the Western world, while Detroit, home to the fabulous new auto industry, was America's great boom town, an industrial juggernaut of unprecedented power. Europe's cultural hegemony had died in the course of the Great War, its lifeblood drained away in the mud of Flanders' fields. Urban America filled the void, drowning out the Ancien Regime's death knell with the pounding of the jackhammer and the riotous joy of the jazz band. New York, Chicago, and Detroit coursed with cash in the mid-twenties. The war had made the United States the world's banker, the great American investment houses, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Lehman Brothers, managed staggering sums, pouring international wealth into the soaring stock market and swelling corporate coffers. Manufacturers pushed their companies to new heights. 
Backed by the investment houses, many consolidated their operations. By the summer of 1925, the economy was awash in mergers, each larger and more spectacular than the last. Sprawling factories, marvels of machinery, poured out wonderful new products as merchants battled to build the grand stores befitting them. In 1924, Macy's completed additions that brought its floor space to two million square feet. The next spring, Detroit's leading retailer, J.L. Hudson, launched construction of a store 21 stories high, the world's tallest, and as lavish as anything Macy's or Marshall Fields could muster. The cities literally glowed with salesmanship, the new science of the 1920s. In the spring of 1925, a giant Moses towered over Times Square, advertising Cecil B. DeMille's epic, The Ten Commandments. Every few minutes, a flash...